Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners? And welcome to episode number 142 of the Who Would Win cast. The podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. zippity doo da. This is Chris. Mm, that is my favorite song from a Disney attraction. Wow, that's like high praise. Yeah. There's a lot of songs. Because uh, we were, we were, Allie and I were watching uh, one of the specials that Disney put out for the 50th anniversary, and they were singing a whole bunch of songs from the different rides. And like Yo Ho, Pirates Like For Me. Mm-hmm. And the Haunted Mansion, there's a song they kind of sing. The, yeah, there's like a ghost, like, 99 ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I said, oh, I really hope they sing Zippity Doodah. They didn't do it. Huh. I was really bummed. So I will say it's a fun song. It like takes you right. Like it's perfect oh, for the theme. Absolutely. But I feel like it's also one of those songs that like if you had to hear it like more than a few times, you might go insane. I don't think so. I disagree. Okay, I would. I think um, it's a small world. Definitely. Yeah, this is only, in my opinion, this is not that much better wow like maybe you go insane and like three it's a small world and like five <laughs> zippity doo does so they're pretty close not yeah. the same but they're still pretty pretty close yeah oh boy well we'll get into all that i'm sure everybody has an idea of what we're talking about today chris everything going all right we doing okay uh, yeah, yeah yeah i'm doing doing well Ooh, thanks good. for thanks for asking good absolutely absolutely <laughs> you too yeah no complaints no okay. complaints i'm happy it's october i thought september like flew by yeah, it did. And, and this is your month, Chris. You're like, this is what you prep for all. I know, and I haven't year. even got to put out my Halloween decorations yet. I know. And this is like the first year. Now, last year, you didn't have this nice walkway that you've made in your backyard, right? At this time of the year. That's true. So now you have this great walkway that you've made, and it's like basically a nice little trail through the forest. Yeah, Are I don't you... know if I'm going to do anything there this year, though. You don't think so? No, I don't think no. it's time. Well, I, su- I support you. Oh, thanks. I'll help you out in any way. I'm just not prepared. I'll just do the house like normal and then go from there. And, and then maybe next year kind of up it. Yeah. Yeah. It was a busy September for me. Um, right. Daycare started for my two kids. And then, so it's been four weeks. They've only both been in daycare one one of those four weeks <laughs> because of either being sick or their daycare being closed because other people were sick. <laughs> so that's been fun. It's been a, yeah. it's been a September. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird trying to go back to to normalcy, but then all this uh, this happening, and especially because your kids are so young, and they can't. There's no vaccine opportunity for them right now. Right. That you know, if they if they get exposed, they're going to have to quarantine. There's no there's no middle uh, ground of that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll be dealing with that soon. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it'll be over by then. I hope so too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Chris, let's talk about our previous episode. It was a great and then, episode, and then we'll, and then we'll get right it was into a this. Great uh, fruit battle fruit, fruit yeah fruit fruit battle exactly uh for our vegetarian uh listeners out there so uh our previous episode we had uh the killer tomatoes from the film attack of the killer tomatoes going up against dr sunkist uh from oranges revenge of the eggplant and this was in 
response to us receiving some feedback that our chicken taste test episode, The Chicken Wars, left out a crucial voting block uh, in our listenership. And we wanted to correct that wrong. And uh, I, I, I believe we did. And I think we did in a way that people did not expect at all. I think a lot of people were like, what? Was we did this? pick two movies that probably no one's ever heard of. Probably not. I'd be, I'd be surprised if any of our listeners had listen, uh, heard of any of those movies, let alone seen them. Pickings were slim, though, for <laughs> fruit, vegetable-based fruit, fruit vegetable movies. That, that are not religious-based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the poll currently stands at 57.1% for the Killer Tomatoes and 42.9% for Dr. Sunkiss. Yeah, pretty close, pretty close. So it is pretty close, close going right down the middle. Um, some uh, responses we've we've gotten. Um, someone said, hey, I, I said in my other comment to give me a shout out. I don't want you to say my Gmail and name, please, thanks. Uh, I, I, here's your shout out. I'm, I'm not going to say your Gmail and name because I couldn't find it. But whoever the individual that was, thank you for, for taking the time to comment. Uh, someone said in the last moments of the episode, you said who would win in a squash fight? with tomato and orange. Orange would win that in real life because it's harder, but in the film universe, the tomato would win because they are big. It's kind of the point where, yeah. yeah, Exactly, yeah, it's kind of spot on right there. Yep. Uh, Somebody said, I voted for uh, Killer Tomato. Uh, Can I have Chris? Chris, this listener wants you to try to say this word. I'm not sure if you you wanna. Oh, let me look. You wanna try? (laughs) Wait, why, do I like say words wrong? I don't know. Oh, I'm, your mic's going to pick me up. This might sound weird. Uh, this word is... Uh, well, let me just pre-read it and make sure they're not going to trick me into saying something bad. Sure, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, I'll, I'll try. <laughs> this is the great thing about this feedback form. <laughs> I don't want this to become a thing. <laughs> All right, here's this, here's this, this person's word. Uh, Lole Beshibishibishis. I kind of lost it at the I end. Think it's pretty spot. Yeah, the, fir- the first eight, uh, 80% of it I thought you had. Did I like say oh, something no. like that in the podcast? I, I don't know. I don't think so. Yes, please. We, we don't want that to become a thing. <laughs> is this to... a real word? Or is this just like know. gibberish? Or did you trick me into saying something? No. Did we summon a demon, maybe? Uh, oh, boy. Halloween time. That's fine, this actually. This is your yep. month. As long as it Let's let it go. leaves after Halloween. I just Google searched it and nothing came up. So. Okay. Yeah, nothing like that. Um, <laughs> so it also just, uh, there looks like they said, I'm trying to have a shout out in the next episode. I love your episodes. Uh, you're the best. Keep it up when you're down just remember that you make a lot of people happy every day oh so thank you i'm sure that really made that person happy that they got to hear you uh well maybe not maybe i did a really bad job oh well you you still tried the attempt was there but thank you though that was very nice yeah someone else wrote in saying you will get a good review from that vegan teacher now anyways i think dr sunkiss because he is smart i'm hoping that was on purpose uh, someone else wrote in saying, uh, you offended me because I'm a carnivore. <laughs> oh, now we're just going back and forth here. Oh, boy. And uh, last thing. So I am going to uh, put this out on social media because somebody wrote a beautiful story uh, about uh, a killer tomato and Dr. Sunkiss and the produce section in a local grocery store. 
And I think that this is just something that you're going to have to read to really see the, the entire time that was put into this story. So check out either our Facebook, social, uh, Instagram, or Twitter accounts. So that way you can see what this listener wrote in because it is, it is just pure genius. I love it. So that's where the poll stands as of right now. Things can absolutely change as we move forward. But thank you to everybody who took the time to uh, give us your thoughts and for making Chris uh, read that funny <laughs> word. What if I told you that was me? I wrote that in. I'd say, why'd you do it? What's it mean? I'm so confused. Maybe we'll try to find the answer before the end of the episode. Um, all right. And we have no um, fictional uh, backgrounds to give for non-fictional reviews. So I think I think we're good to go. Chris, you ready to get into today's episode? I'm, I'm ready. All right, great. I'm going to be. Perfect. So remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts to help us spread the word about our show, and you will get a shout-out read on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? We're talking about Disney today. Yeah. It's the 50th anniversary yes. of Magic Kingdom. Correct. And congrats, Magic Kingdom. You did it. They made it. Against all odds. Nobody thought they would do yeah. it. The, mo the number one most Shocker. visited vacation spot in the world. <laughs> Nobody thought that they would make it this far. But we didn't just pick two Disney characters like some boring podcasters. No. We picked two Disney attractions. Exactly. Why'd we do that? I don't know. We did. <laughs> and we like talking about Disney attractions. We do. Yeah. So if you hate Disney, you might not this like is, this This episode. is not going to be your episode. No. No, we're both we're both Disney fans. We've been to Disney. I've only been to Disney once with you, but I had a great time. Yeah, that was a fun trip. It was a very very good trip. It was a couple years ago, and I actually I, I went back in August. I don't think I talked about that in the previous episode. No, I don't think you did. Yeah, I went back in August um, during the pandemic, which was kind of a weird experience, and uh, it was it was a great time. I was really glad that I got to go uh, before school started and to see a lot of the new things that I really wanted to see. Did some cool so. Star Wars stuff. Oh my god, Galaxy's Edge! I could do a whole episode about <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. It was it was phenomenal. Uh, buying a lightsaber and and all that cool stuff. I know that lightsaber was awesome. But yeah. we're in Magic but Kingdom for this Magic, episode. That's right. We are focusing solely on the Magic Kingdom for its fiftieth anniversary. So, uh, like Chris said, we're going to pick two attractions, and we're going to kind of pitch them out of uh, going out of each other, and then also we'll take perhaps some fictional characters. From, from those attractions. Yeah, see how and, it works. And see what goes on from there. So, Chris, which which ride are you picking? I chose one of my personal favorite Disney World rides, uh, Splash Mountain. I'm actually very surprised that you chose this ride. Really? Why? Because I know how much you love Haunted Mansion. I wish I picked Haunted Mansion now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because here's the thing. Haunted Mansion has... Chris has appealed to me. <laughs> I think Splash Mountain has ma more mass appeal. Okay. So right, I see what you're saying. While it's one one of my favorite rides, I, I don't know if I could argue it as well, because all, all I'd end up saying is, like, I really like I this. Really, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. But I think Splash Mountain, I can say, like, this is just a cool ride. Yeah. So... Yeah, I do love Haunted Mansion, and it would have made more sense. <laughs> hey, maybe, maybe for maybe for one of our Halloween themed episodes, we could do something with the Haunted Mansion. We can Mansion. do something with the Haunted Mansion. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I'll okay. think of something good. Okay. All, All right, right, cool. Thanks. <laughs> you know what's funny? When I was thinking of like Magic Kingdom rides to pick, I was like 
just had like the heavy hitters in my mind. I was like Splash Mountain, Space, Space Mountain, Mountain, yeah, other ones, Thunder, and I didn't even think of um, Haunted, Mansion. Haunted Mansion. So it, it's it's very interesting to think that both of the attractions that you and I chose were attractions that were not in the Magic Kingdom on October first, nineteen seventy one. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Mine was opened in like 1992. Correct. Yeah. So yours so. was in the 90s. Uh, mine was in 2014. Very recent. And uh, uh, Haunted Mansion was an original attraction. Mm-hmm. Pirates of the Caribbean was, I believe. Oh, actually, maybe it was. No, Jungle Cruise was. That's the one I'm thinking of. And uh, Hall of Presidents was an original one. But like Space Mountain wasn't. Like a lot of these big, you know, uh, cornerstones of the park was not there on on the opening day originally i didn't know that yeah it's interesting just the ones that we chose because you think like you if you ask somebody with splash mountain there on opening day i think most people would be like oh yeah i would have thought yes yeah but no it was it was in the 90s which is crazy it's like 20 years after it opened yeah which is insane to think it has a pretty good pretty funny story to how it came about go for it i think it's funny so it started um it started in disneyland they had um <laughs> they had some. They had a. They had an area of the park that wasn't very popular. It don't. It don't. It, well, it wasn't getting a lot of attract. Uh, a lot of track. Um, traction. Like guests weren't coming. Yeah. It had. Um. Its only big thing was Country Bear Jamboree. Okay. And then they had another thing where they had a bunch of like basically extra audio animatronics that they that they were like, how can we reuse these things? And then some guy thinks of uh, Splash Mountain, like a, a log flume run. I don't know if he were even originally. So he. He thought of using the animated parts of the Disney movie Song of the South to tell a story with the audio animatronics and like that theme. And then I think they decided to do it. There was some back and forth if a log flume was like would work for a Disney land or if it was like too mainstream. Like mainstream. Yeah. Then I think they kind of worked it out where like it's a whole thing. Like you go through a whole. A whole story. It's not just a it's, log it's, flume. That's the thing, because most log flumes are you go up and then you go down. You're right, but it's much more than that. Yes. And then, you know, it that was how it started. Some guys like, hey, we can do this. We can reuse this extra stuff. We can make a a, a fun log flume ride. Uh, the budget at the time was huge. It was a seventy five million dollar budget. It was their most expensive ride at the time. Holy smokes! Um, so I believe that I was reading when Disney World opened. What did you say? Nineteen fifty five. Disney World or Disneyland? Disney uh, World. World. Land. So Disneyland was 55. Yeah. Yeah. I think it opened, I think it cost $17 million to make what the Disneyland that opened. Okay. Which at the time Splash Mountain was built would have been like $80 million. Okay. So like it basically, that ride almost cost as much as the whole park adjusted for inflation. Wow. And I think it even went over budget. Uh, anyway. That's usually do. And then... Uh, they put it so it it started in Disneyland. It also opened in Disney World and Tokyo Disney. There are three Splash Mountains. They all are slightly different. I do like how uh, Disney has like the mountain theme that they have the Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, cool. and this mountain too. It uh, the opening was delayed because when the executives first wrote it, they got super wet. <laughs> they got oh, like, really? drenched. They, they had, oh. Yeah, so they basically had to redesign the, the cars to not take on as much water. Which is kind of funny about this ride because I think this is the type of ride that you want to go on when it's super hot. Yeah, it's good because you're, you're almost guaranteed to get a little bit wet. Correct. And like you might get really wet. And by the time you get off of it and start moving on to your next ride and then you're waiting in line again, you're pretty yeah. much dried off by yeah, that point. Yeah, that Florida sun will take oh, care of Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think Splash Mountain's a great choice. I mean, I I went on this the, for the first time 
with you guys in, in 2017 and I'm not a big ride person mm-hmm. and I assumed that it was just going to be a a one and done kind of thing like you just you, go up and then you go from down. the outside you just see one drop you, you don't you don't well, see that's all the thing because there's like a mini drop inside mm-hmm. of it and I remember I was like a little apprehensive after that first one and I'm like well I can't do anything now I can't just <laughs> get off the ride but that 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 final drop that's a that's a drop it's not like it's about I think it's fifty two feet, give or take. Okay, and I, I was I was reading you're going forty five miles an hour, yep. which is which is significant. Granted, it only lasts probably what all of four seconds, <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. But still, someone like me who doesn't I, I've grown to like rides a little more, but back then I was like, oh my god, this is terrifying. But no, I I think it's definitely a it's a staple. You know, it's, a, it's definitely a staple. It it is, although the the current theming may not be uh, around forever. That is correct. Yes, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't. I'll talk about that was going on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. So, um, want to add anything else before before I get to my? I'll let pick? you do your intro. And okay. Then we can uh, do some back and forth. So, as I mentioned, the the ride that I'm picking uh, was built after the park opened, and this was built in 2014. And this is the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, opened up in Fantasyland, May 28th, uh, 2014, to be specific. And uh, this is a ride themed around the classic Snow White and Seven Dwarfs uh, film from 1937. And in this ride, you uh, are basically with the dwarves, uh, and you go on a, a mine car, and you go around uh, the the mountain area that they're or the mine, if you will, <laughs> where they're uh, where they're going and and looking at all the the diamonds and jewels that they're they're picking up. And it, it's fun because the the way the coaster works is you're kind of like on a swivel so you kind of get like swing it can swing side to side yes you get a little extra swing as you're going around uh and there's some other things to it that i'll get more into as well uh specifically with the queue and also uh, the photo pass that disney has but i think that this ride for someone like i said i don't i've grown to like rides more than i did but when we went to disney that year I thought to myself, this is the first time I'm going to Disney and I'm paying for it myself, so I'm going to enjoy, I'm going to enjoy it. Because every other time I went to Disney, I was not paying for it, so I'm like, oh, if I don't go on a ride, who cares? But this was the first time where I'm like, I need to get my money's worth, if you will. And I remember getting off this ride, someone who doesn't like roller coasters, and I was like, that was a really fun ride, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I'll, I'll get into a little more uh, about that uh, as we as we go on. Do you remember what it was like for us riding this ride the first time. Do you remember what happened? I remember we waited in line a long time. So we did. Yeah. We waited in line a long time. Like two and a half hours. I don't think it was that long. Okay. I think it was longer. I think the moment we walked through the, the entrance, the time must've doubled. Cause I think it said like 45 minutes we walked under and we probably waited at least like an hour and a half. Oh, well, I apparently yeah. don't remember. I thought it was longer. But it was also like two in the morning or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We went. Because we, we were doing like the extra magic yeah, hours. I, that, I, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I remember something else. Um, I believe we sat, or at least I think I sat near the front. Okay. So here's the, you know how on roller coasters, when you're like going over like the, the unless there's like some type of booster or something, the the front of the car is slower going over as like the back still weighs it down. Correct. So like. My first experience of the Seven Dwarfs Mine Cart was in the front, and I thought it was, like, really slow. And I was like, this is, like, barely a anything. Yeah. But I went on it again and sat near the back, and it had a little more, you more know, speed, speed to, to it. it. And I did enjoy that more. 
So I, I I would still classify it as like a pretty low intensity uh, roller coaster, but I, w- I would definitely it's agree. A, I mean, you know, it's a it's a Disney ride for for like I said, me back then I thought it was like very high intensity. Mm-hmm. I I would say I don't love rides either, but for me it's like almost exclusively heights. Yes, for me for me it's the heights, but I also don't like the free fall feeling. I don't. So I, I've grown to like that now. Yeah, which maybe, is funny because like, yeah, like so now I now I want like I want like speed and like loops and all that mm-hmm. i just don't want to know how high up i am okay i see <laughs> or like if i feel like i'm like s- contained i can deal with it like tower of terror i i'm okay on because of like i feel like i'm inside the building I right like it's not open you're not open like if i went on yet. another like that's similar to like a double shot attraction i couldn't i can't do a double shot yes too too much like my fear of heights is too much uh, interesting mm-hmm. how that works yeah and I, so i feel the same way on splash mountain like i feel like i'm just like uh, it's hard to describe, but like if you went to like a more standard log flume, you'd, you'd be on the your the water. The, like your track is just like raised up on like metal stilts, and I feel very open, and that that bothers me. Oh, I mean, you can look off the side of like a standard log flume, and you just see yeah. straight down yeah, to that, the the floor. I do not like that at all. I agree. But on Splash Mountain, I feel like I'm like might as well be on a hill. Like you know, it's like built into a mountain. Yes, and that's kind of how it is. And I, I would so, say uh, I, would I never pr- feel like I'm that high. Pretty much every Disney ride, I would say, is yep, like that. You that, don't feel like you're out in the open. You're, agreed. You're and then inside like, something. Or it's inside and I can't see enough to know, like Splash Mountain. Oh, I'm sorry, like Space Mountain or Space Rock, Mountain and Roller Rock and Roller Coaster. Which I did do that that trip too, and I don't think I would ever do it again. That's but, like uh, my favorite ride, probably. Really? Yeah. Wow. I Top three. Ca- I can say that I did it. That's all I I, I can say. No, but, good for you. Yeah, but when I when I went back in August, I I couldn't. My my uh, my sister, my dad went on it, but I was like, right. mm, so we're we're arguing Disney rides, both not being <laughs> huge ride people. Correct. But I, we both picked rides we like, right? You oh, like, yeah. I, I, I okay. thoroughly enjoyed this ride. Yeah, when we, when we went um, last month, this was the first place we went in Magic Kingdom. We went straight for Seven Dwarfs Mine Train right when we uh, we got in. It's still like on the noose-ish side. That's for the Magic thing, Kingdom. too. It usually has a, a longer wait yeah. compared to some other rides. It's pretty probably comparable to like a Space Mountain and a Splash in terms of, in terms of wait time. But yeah, I mean, everyone wants to go and, and go on that one. So, all right. So let's let's get into Splash a little bit. So, all right. So I, I was saying a little earlier. I felt like it had something. It, it it has something for everyone. It really like sells itself well. Like it's a very classic, like just thrill ride. So you get you get a very thematic experience. You get a like um kind of like well if you know Song of the South that's like what it's based on. But like if you don't like most people our age or younger. Like, you've never seen Song of the South. No, right? I've just, like, heard the legends. Right. You just hear about it, like, oh, there's this, like, super racist old Disney movie. Right. And then that's all you know. So, it's like a southern theme. You're in a... You're riding down a river. You follow the story of the Br'er Fox. Right? The Fox. Uh, um, sorry, the, the Br'er, Br'er Rabbit. The Br'er Rabbit. Who's just trying to get to his happy place, his laughing place. Right. Which I don't know what that means. I don't know. I I'm, I think of it as a happy place, but maybe he like does some brer drugs. I don't know. And he's being ch- chased, hunted by the brer fox and the brer bear, but they are dumb and they can't catch him because he's too quick. And and he, and he and he also goes over the waterfall to escape them. Yes, he does have to go over the waterfall at the end. Yeah, yeah you really you really jump the Sorry. gun over there. No, I'm I just kidding. It, yeah. That's fine. So. So you get it. You get a nice southern theme. You get a story throughout. You get, like you said, there's a couple. So you're riding in like a a, a log, like a river. There's a couple couple small drops as you go through. 
So then the, the, the inside part is kind of dark. There's there's music playing. The Zippity Doodle song plays at the end. But like, I forget. There's like a thematic song playing throughout the ride. I, I can think of the tune, but I don't remember the words to it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I, I don't... They're like, ba-dum, bum, ba-dum. <laughs> thank you. Is that, was that good? I actually you, can't you... picture it, so no. I'm just going to trust right. you. And, yeah. and thank you for your assistance. Sure thing. Uh, and then and then that kind of culminates at the climax of the story. The the fox and the bear have uh, captured the rabbit, but he can escape by jumping off the the waterfall. Mm-hmm. You go down the big drop, fifty two feet. You get some screams. Take your picture. Big splash. If you're in the front, you're getting wet. You, you're 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 back in the, you're out in the open. And then uh, and then you go around, and that's the end. And I, I it, it's basically like. So I think it's also like the the Magic Kingdom was like eleven and a half minutes. It's just a it's just a full complete ride experience. You got you got story, theme, thrill. You have everything. And a, another really cool thing, I like. I think I like riding most of the rides better at night. But um, Splash Mountain can be particularly fun at night if you go on it during the fireworks because you can see them from the top. You do have a great view. Yeah, like you, once you're at the right before the drop, you're just looking out over the whole park and then, like towards the castle. Which very, is very nice view. Which is really interesting because when they planned Disney World, they wanted it to be so that way you cannot see any other land from the land that you're currently in. Yeah, it's it w- hard to do that when you're 50 feet up in the air. That's so. true. But it, it, it is interesting that, that this is, I think this is the only one that I can really think of where. Yeah, it's yeah, actually can, a good point. I, I um, Thunder Mountain, you can maybe look around. I don't even know because like, you're kind of blocked by the like the ride queue itself. And I guess the only thing you can see is the castle, which is just like the central hub of the park. Because like in Tomorrowland, you can also see the castle. Like if you're on like Astro Orbiter yeah, that's true, yeah. or something or the People Mover. Oh yeah, that's true. You can you, see. You stuff can still there. you can still see the castle. So I guess the castle kind of doesn't count towards that. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe they only made that rule when you're walking on the ground. Maybe, yeah, maybe <laughs> that's true too. Yeah, when you're up in the air, it, it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, like you said, you have a great, you have a great complete story, and at the end, when you come back and they're all singing zippity doo dah that you made it and you were able to escape. It's, yeah, it's and a, it's a good you feeling. come around and there's that big ferry boat and everyone's just singing and dancing. Right. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it makes you feel good when you're on that. Ride. And that's also in the song. What's that? that oh, zippity doo dah. Wonderful feeling. Wonderful feeling. Like that. Yeah, wonderful yeah. day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it really does uh, come full circle there. Yeah, I, I enjoy. I do enjoy that ride. So I will. I will critique though. One yeah, give th- me your. Give me your. Uh, so I think feedback. And this. So this is one thing though. I think that Seven Dwarfs Mine Train does better. Is I would argue that when it comes to Disney rides, the ride doesn't start when you are actually physically on the ride. I would argue that it when it starts when you're in the queue, to an extent. Okay, I, I think that's fair to talk about. And I would just say Splash Mountain doesn't really have much of a queue. But well, I would say, what I would say. You're in, like, you're going through the mountain there, like, throughout the queue. I guess, I mean, I guess that's just a fancy way of saying you're standing in line. So, I mean, it doesn't have, like, in-queue in, in, in games like some of, like, the new ones do. But, like, I feel like that's a little bit of an unfair comparison because you, you picked one of the newest rides they have. And yeah, they put some cool interactive stuff in the queue. I, like, I can, I can see, I can see, like I can the see your minority point. of Disney rides, right? I, 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 well, I would say though, like some of the other ones though do have interactive components to them that are older rides, like um, Big Thunder Mountain. That was built in 
I think the nineties also. And they have, uh, when you're waiting in the queue, there are uh, like explosive TNT things that you can push down and they have, uh, water explosions go as the trains go by. So I don't oh, think it's, ne- true, yeah. I don't think it's necessarily just like the brand new rides. I mean, yes, the new rides definitely have a more intensive queue, but I wouldn't say that it's only the original or the new, the newer rides that have those kind of things. Okay. But the only problem then too is what would it be for Splash Mountain? Like, what would they do to make it more interactive or more uh, Yeah, more so, I mean, I guess it's not... I can't think of anything interactive. I think it's just thematic. I think it's just... You're in the theme the, throughout the queue, and I, I feel like it's that's full, basically... Full immersive. The, the I guess I would say that's, like, good enough. Like, obviously, there are there are better things you could do. Yeah. But I don't think it makes it bad. Okay. Like, like actually, to compare it to another, like, newer ride, like... um. The queue for uh, Expedition Everest. Have you ever been on? I have not. Okay, that's one that I've always wanted to. Uh, to yeah, go I, don't, on, but I can't I've never think if there's any interactive things in that it. line. But it's just a nice, like, like you're going, like you're getting ready to climb a mountain type of uh, queue. So I would say I could too, be misremembering. So I would say too, it doesn't have to be necessarily like games, but at least just, um, I don't know the way it's decorated. Like one thing that comes to my mind is Kali River Rapids in Animal Kingdom. Like mm-hmm. that queue, I think is really good because it looks like you're walking through, like a um, like a camp site, you know, and you're seeing all like the TVs and the paperwork and and the journals and the diaries and stuff like that. So there's no there's no games that you're playing, but you're, there's stuff to like look at. And what I remember yeah, that's was, how Expedition Everest is, by the way, a lot of like props. Yeah, like, that, that's that's a good word to say for it, props. Because when I think of the yeah, I guess Splash, Splash Mountain, Mountain doesn't have as many. You're just kind of in in line. I think there might be like some small sections like that, but like a lot of it is like you're just like inside a mountain. I do remember when we were in line for it last month that there was just this great spot where the AC was hitting you perfectly, <laughs> and I wanted the line to slow down as much as possible right there because I knew it was fantastic feeling. Oh, I should have said that as another good thing about Splash Mountain is if it's hot, you get wet. That is true. Yeah, that is true. But that kind of goes also helps uh, what I'm going to go into with my next one, which is uh, part of the the line and the queue is uh, in the mine, and it is dark in there and it is chilly in there too which yeah, is nice. that is nice <laughs> that's another that's another perfect one so so with seven doors mine train that queue starts uh from the outside of the mine and you can kind of see it from a distance and you weave in and out of uh, the trees and then eventually as you start making your way closer to the door of the mine they have these cool interactive things which like we mentioned it's not fair to compare something from 2014's technology with something from 1992's technology in terms of what they have but um they have these great games where you can um like hold your hand underwater uh lights and it has like gem colors pull pull down and you can like organize gems and they have uh, gem buckets that you can spin and if everybody spins them at the same time it's kind of like a group effort so you got everybody involved in the queue has to work together and it brings up like a holographic uh, dopey or grumpy. I forget who it was exactly. But I think that part of the queue is so cool because not only is it keeping you occupied, especially like you said, like that line took us so long that time when we were on it. But it feels like you're kind of part of the story because you're engaging with, with what's being presented in front of you. And then eventually as you walk through the mine, you're in the dark areas. It's cooler. Uh, the temperature is definitely lowered, either with the AC or just because it's dark. Then that's where you get on the uh, the mine train, 
and like from the get-go like you just go it, it's not a slow takeoff like they send you you go right up you do your drops and like you said if you're sitting in the front it's probably pretty slow but you said when you're in the back it definitely yeah, it felt, felt like it's it felt good. sped up yeah, a little that's bit some, that's some speed and if you're with someone who's been on it before and you know about how the the carts can swing if you really shift your weight you can really have a fun experience there yeah you uh, can, you can doing swing that. yourself that's true yeah and they do have some cool um same thing it's newer technology so it's not fair to compare it but they do have these new ways of doing the animatronics where they i don't know if they project the faces onto them or or how they do it but it looks so real they're not like regular animatronics i think some of their new stuff does do that it does project the face yeah, yeah. um so it's not just like their mouth opening and closing as if they're talking it actually looks as though they're talking because the lips are being projected on it and the eyes are blinking and so so it's kind of connecting back to the queue because now you're seeing all the gems that you collected and uh, all the, the the barrels that you were spinning and, and whatnot. And then eventually you come back and you see Snow White dancing with all the dwarfs and the, the evil witch trying to get inside. And then you, you get off the ride. And I think it's it's just like, like from start to finish, I think it's entertaining it's uh it's beautiful to look at it's a great ride it's creative and and then you're on your way yeah i I don't disagree with any of that yeah it's a good ride so how do we decide which is better well that's what the listeners are (laughs) i do think um splash mountain a little bit more of a thrill ride like a little more intense um what's your definition of intense uh i mean like I think you're going to hear much more screams on Splash Mountain than you're going to hear on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. That's a that's, that's a, not my definition, but that's just a uh, one thing I, I I can't explain it. So Splash Mountain, you're going at a speed of what do we say? Forty five. Forty five miles per hour. Seven yeah. Dwarfs, you're going at thirty four. So about ten miles, ten miles more per hour. Yeah, and just a fifty foot drop. It like well, that's th- there's true. nothing comparable on the seven dwarfs. That, I do, I do agree with that though. The one thing that does come in my mind is, I mean, this is not uh, a transitive property here, just because it one applies here, it applies to everybody. But um, our mother in law, do you remember the video of our mother in law when we were on that ride on seven dwarfs? On seven dwarfs, yeah. She's like, "That's not for a little kid. That's not for a little kid." Like, <laughs> but she's just one person because yeah, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean it necessarily applies to everybody. <laughs> But that that just does pop out in my mind. That that uh, our mother in law definitely thought it was uh, a thrill ride to be sure. So and interesting, the the duration of that's only two minutes and fifty seconds. So it's a pretty quick ride. Where you said what, ten minutes? I'm pretty sure I saw like eleven and a half minutes for the Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain. So it definitely is like a like a Splash Mountain's like a little tour, and you take your time as, as you're going through. Where mine, mine train is, you get on, you get off, and then and then you go on your way. Yeah, and that is probably how that's more of a roller coaster. Like you know, that's true. The log a log ride is going to be you're going to be going much slower through the water, and Correct. then like they have more time to tell that story. Yeah, and it is a fairly long track. Like it's just the nature of roller coasters. Like you can't go that slow on a roller coaster. It wouldn't be it'd be weird. Right. Yeah, that's not really a roller coaster. It's just yeah, because like, like that, that forty five mile per hour is only on that last drop. Like, last the rest drop. of it, you're that's like true. five miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, one thing I do want to add, beside it having the the swinging cart for the mine train, it was also the uh, the fir- one of the first Disney World attractions that provided videos 
uh, for guests of their facial expressions. Oh, I had no idea. I did rather, that. rather than just images. Yes. I did that. No, so I did you can that. you can actually get a video of you and your family or, who, or whoever you're with going through the ride. Would you like to guess the other ride in Disney World, the whole world, not just Magic Kingdom, that has the the video uh, capture? It's in Magic Kingdom. It's not in Magic Kingdom. Oh, then I would guess like the Pandora ride. Good guess. No, wrong park. Hollywood Studios. Um. Oh. Uh. One of the newer ones. Then, like, is it one of the Star Wars ones? Tower of Terror. Oh, what? Yeah, Tower of Terror. I've, I read that a ton. I've only seen pictures. I didn't yeah. know it did video. Yep, they have. They have the um, the videos for guests. Uh, have they always had that? How long have they had that? Does that I'm say? not sure. Huh. That I am not sure. Interesting. Yeah. My my ride also has a picture, a photo related uh, story. Go. Uh, there was a period where um, it was uh, known as Flash Mountain because of the tendency of female guests to lift their shirts up <laughs> for the photo. <laughs> That's why all those people were standing there. It's not because they wanted to get wet with a splash. Well, yeah. They wanted to see something else. Yep. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, all right. So, we got we got the two. Let's... Now, just do, I mean, that's what the show's all about. Who would win? What do you think about my posse of the seven dwarves going up against, the, would it just be Br'er Rabbit? Well, that's the thing. It'd be weird for them to work together. <laughs> and then if I have to choose, I have to choose either smart and fast or, or slow, like dumb slow muscle. Dumb. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because I get a bear and a bear and a fox or do I get a rabbit? Who are you bringing? All of them? All, all eight? I would, seven. Well, it's no white coming oh uh no because i would say it's called the seven dwarves mine train okay it's not called snow white and the seven dwarves mine train that's true she didn't work in the mines that'd be no yeah yeah no yeah okay so you're bringing the seven dwarves correct so who would i match up against the seven dwarves i mean oh boy oh boy see even no matter how smart that brer fox is I think seven dwarfs are still going to get him eventually. He's not that smart. <laughs> Do you think all... The thing is, he's also cocky. That's the Br'er, the Br'er, uh, Br'er Rabbit's downfall. I think they capture him in the ride because he's just, like, laughing at them. And he's just he's just not yeah. doing it. Yeah, he should have just ran away. Do you think... I think I got to bring the Br'er Bear and the Br'er Fox. <laughs> but, but, I mean, but he is... He's quick. He's. I don't think any of the dwarves are as fast as... No, I don't think so either, but I also, like, they could, like, set a trap or something, I think, and get him, and he'd fall for it. I I also feel like none of the dwarves could fight a bear, so that's that's (laughs) what I'm going to go with. I'm just going to bring a bear to a dwarf fight. Well, I mean, if you bring one bear to a dwarf fight, that's fine. I'm making sure that they're also bringing all their their (laughs) pickaxes. Yeah, you're going to pickaxe the bear to death. I'm going to have to do whatever I'm going to have to do. Uh, So that would be your strategy, just, like, rush him with pickaxes? (laughs) I, I don't know. I think you might be overestimating the, like, physical physicality of the dwarfs like first of all dopey's not contributing anything he can barely pick up that pickaxe i think yeah no, um he... doc's doc's old i mean he's gonna have experience he probably can help but i don't i don't know if he's really i, th- really so I think your heavy I th- hitter i think doc is coming up with the plan the plan yeah. of attack and i think that doc is gonna rely on grumpy grumpy is really the he he's, yeah, he's I the feel guy like he's the one to be worried about yep. I, I don't think grumpy is has good fighting style, but I think Grumpy just has that anger strength, right? Where he just goes and yeah. he's just swinging that thing like <laughs> wild. Yeah, Happy's Happy's gonna be okay too. He's like a pretty average. He's just like more of a, you know, he can probably 
contribute. But what be what not worried about sleepy? Not really worried about sneezy. What is that a dwarf? That's a dwarf, right? Sneezy? Yeah, sneezy's a okay. dwarf. Oh well, especially in like a post like pandemic world that we're living in, do you think that the bear would be afraid of sneezy, like getting close and like sneezing <laughs> on him? No, that bear's too dumb. <laughs> the bear has no idea that yeah. this has been going on this entire yeah. time. You know that scene where like Snow White's in the dwarf's house and they're like scared to go in and yeah. all that. Yeah. Like. Imagine that, but if Snow White was a bear, oh, they'd have no chance. They'd be so scared. All of them? Well, they eventually, like, made, um, did they make go in Dopey? I forget. They made one of them go in. Yeah. No, I think, I think they'd be like, this is our home. We need to, like, stand and fight. Well, they kind of did that, but, like, it took them a while. True. Yeah. <laughs> and then they it, ran away at one point. Yeah, and... I mean, yeah, if Snow White causes them to run away, then a bear would definitely cause them to. And then, and then in the shadows, Br'er Fox lurking. Yeah, that's Pick true. Pick off the stragglers. Oh man, how's he taking off the stragglers? Like, what's you, he gonna do? So, in in the chaos of them realizing there's a bear, they're like, you know, one of them runs off, like gets separated from the pack, and the fox just grabs him, picks him off. Do you think that so? So, Brer Rabbit is definitely uh, enemies with Brer uh, Bear. Yes, right. Would you think that maybe Br'er Rabbit would team up with the Seven Dwarfs? <laughs> no, that's no? not fair. You're not getting you're not getting Br'er Rabbit. No, I'm just saying maybe it would be kind of like a classic, <laughs> like like a King Kong versus Godzilla movie where they like have a common enemy and they have to fight them, and then maybe they fight each other again because because they get rid of their their adversary. We don't have to. I'm just I'm just spitballing. Here. Uh, no, you cannot take. All right. So if you did though, what would you do with Br'er Rabbit? When when it was all done, or what I would... If Br'er Rabbit decided to help you, how okay. would he contribute to you? So think? he tries to help us out. I would uh, ask them, ask him how he escaped uh, the Br'er Bear before. He went. He ran through the briar patch. Okay, he went and through he the could, briar he patch. He could squeeze through without... He could squeeze through. Yeah. Okay. But the bear and the fox were too big, they got poked. All right. Yeah, okay. So, like he was, so he got through the briar patch. All right, <laughs> so I think... Well, so first of all, these are dwarves, so they're smaller. They are. They could probably... Not get through as easy as a rabbit could, but definitely easier than a bear could. Easier than a bear, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that they would they would use that to work together. <laughs> See, that's and, what I that's what I was worried about. Like, if you start setting traps, I'm like, I, I'm a little, I'm at a more of a disadvantage. You have to use your your ingenuity, I think, and like you're the fact that you're intelligent humans. Do you think and not that a the dumb bear and a dumb fox? Do you think that well, if they're dumb, so probably the bear would be driven by gems why wait you think bears like gems i don't know they're sparkly usually <laughs> dumb dumb like characters in movies like see something sparkly okay like it. yeah i guess i guess that's a good question is he how bear like is he right i mean if he's as stupid as you claim him to be i think i think they could use the gems to try to draw him out and uh distract him i'm not sure the bear cares about gems he might i mean you might be able to draw him out with like some food maybe snow white can cook him some food well, I'm not using Snow White. Okay. I, pre- I appreciate. You're not bringing her into this. I, I, I appreciate it's too that. Too dangerous. No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, this isn't her fight. Okay. This is a home invasion. That's plain admirable. And, plain okay. and simple. This is a home invasion. Well, she has experience with that. <laughs> she does. <laughs> what, as the invader. Do we have any ideas to why he's in their house? Just because? It's well, a house? we don't have to wake him in the house. I just was. Th- I was just comparing that scene where they're like, <laughs> oh, oh, they're terrified. Okay. They're afraid of Snow White gotcha. in their house to gotcha. like be like. That's what they're. Saying. That's how they act when they see Snow White. I think I th- no I I do think that the gems could definitely draw him off and and I think it would draw enough curiosity where he would pause and look down and nice think one pause and think well, yeah yeah 
<laughs> and think, what is this? Like, it's sparkly. Like, like stupid characters all the time in, like, pop culture are looking at sparkly yeah, things. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying a bear wouldn't care about gems, though. Like, that's a stupid human character. That is true. But the thing is, like, I think the bear and the fox can, like, speak English and have, like, you know, some intelligence. So they might... It might be they might care about gems. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, foxes in also in pop culture are always like seen as like thieving characters. Like you got the fox in Zootopia. You have he didn't sw- steal anything. That's like his whole his whole thing. He's like a he's like a con artist. No, uh, okay, yeah. But then you also he have wasn't a thief though. Okay, it was a hustle. All right, it was a hustle. You have Swiper. <laughs> you have Swiper the fox and Dora the explorer. So I feel like there's a pre- <laughs> I feel like there's a pre- there's a precedent here where foxes are known for going after uh, high quality items. Oh, you got me there. Yep. So I, I think so I think all right all right I'll, I'll give you this the bear doesn't care about the gems but the fox does therefore the bear is going to follow the fox. Yeah the the bear the fox is kind of the leader of the bad the bad guys. Correct exactly. So they distract him there and then. That's where now I'm curious if this is where they do like a diversion where one of the, the the dwarves goes in and they're like, oh, like, what are you doing around these parts? Like, do you need help? Or do all seven of them just like bust out like Ewoks, you know, on Endor and just start like blowing their battle horns and, and going to town? I would love to see that. <laughs> seven dwarves versus a bear and a fox. This with this seven dwarves with pickaxes. This is the crossover that that Disney Plus needs to do. This yeah, is, Disney is, is not bringing anything Song of the South out. <laughs> oh, yeah. They put oh, that yeah. so far back in the vault, oh, it's absolutely. never going to come out It's never right coming ever. back out ever again. No, I can't even imagine how much that's selling for on eBay. I can I, I can. So I imagine. saw there were, like, foreign versions you can get. I don't know how much. I don't know if it was a lot. I did see that, um, that Disney World is the only one. Uh, or not Disney World. The American parks are the only ones that are re-theming them. All the other parks, like the Shanghai Park. That's true. They, they're, I, I read they were considering a re-theme, but they're not. It seems like they're not really They're not like really committed right now like, the, uh, like Disneyland and Disney World are. Yeah. Um, uh, last thing I'll add. This definitely won't really apply to this fight, but just you never know. Uh, in my research here, I'm finding out that there was a uh 341st Bombardment Squadron during World War II that had an emblem of Dopey holding a bomb painted <laughs> on the side of the airplane. Wow. Which is pretty what if, cool. What, like, they thought that was, like, intimidating, or did they just have a good sense of humor? Uh, I, I don't I mean, if the last thing you saw when you were being bombed by the Americans was Dopey holding one, I don't know if you would like, be like, you know what? They got us. Or if you would be... I guess I'd be more... So at that point, if I'm getting bombed, I'm like, yeah, I'm already getting bombed. But like, if I was like, gonna, if I knew they were coming and I'm like, oh, this this group of people uses dopey as their symbol, I'd be like, okay, I'm not that scared. I think it's just pouring salt on an open wound. Like <laughs> so you're it's getting, more of that. Gotcha. Like you're, getting, you're getting killed by a guy <laughs> called Dopey holding a bomb. So I'm not saying that in our fight, Dopey would hold a bomb, but... But he... He has yeah. apparently held uh, bombs before. I don't know where the dwarves would get them. I wonder if Disney like... okayed that. Oh, man. Well, during World War II, like, Disney was full-on, like, warfront propaganda, anti-Nazism. So, I could see so. All right. I could I mean, totally see so. I don't think that would happen today. I don't think they'd let one of their characters oh, hold, a, hold a bomb. In, no. Uh, they also wouldn't be making military anti- propaganda. They w- yeah. yeah, they would be making military propaganda. Absolutely not. 
Um, so, yeah, I think that that's that's pretty. That, that, that's actually a good transition into fun facts. Do you have any fun facts you want to add for? I have a ton. Man, I'm I have so many. I'm probably gonna forget some, and then I'm gonna listen to the podcast later and be like, oh, I forgot to say this one thing. That's alright if you do. Like there was what you were just talking about made me think of one, and then I already forgot it. So let me just go through my list, and hopefully it's on there. Sure. Um, it wasn't originally called Splash Mountain. Oh. It was called Zippity River Run. Okay. So, at the, around the time it was being made, the movie Splash with Tom Hanks was out, and Michael Eisner wanted to do like a cross promotion oh, with that ride. Classic and synergy. The movie Splash, and apparently the Imagineers hated that idea of doing as <laughs> like a like the movie promotion but the name they liked the name better so that's why they kept the name splash mountain did was the movie splash a disney oh it might have been property it might have been so that was just full-on synergy going on right yeah. corporate synergy happening yeah that huh. was I, i've only i saw that a long time ago i was like michael Eisner. Tom, tom hanks meets that mermaid have you ever seen that no yeah this it's is why people tried to recall uh, michael eisner the same disney campaign that was going on in the early 2000s. You don't think that was a good idea to, to model a ride after a movie? The uh, movie Splash? <laughs> I mean, just based off of what you're telling me, it seems like it doesn't have any... It was a bad idea. Real, yeah. I agree. They, they, I'm glad they didn't do that. Um, the voice of Br'er Rabbit is the same voice actor as Wacko Warner from the Animaniacs. Oh, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, their name is Jess Harnell. Huh. Um, so, as we've alluded to a couple of times, this movie, the ride is based off of the Disney movie Song of the South, which uh, Disney, uh, well, I mean, like, everyone realizes is pretty racially offensive, and uh, you can't even find it. It's not even like they get put it up and they have a disclaimer at the beginning like some of the old cartoons do. Yeah. Like, no, you just can't find this at all. So, um, the, the story is based off of some of the animated scenes from that movie. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever ever even seen like a clip from that movie. Like, yeah, I really I, I've probably seen a few, but I like there's not nothing that's related to Splash Mountain though. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, so so Zip the song Zippity Doo Die is from that movie, and it is the last anything related to Song of the South that Disney Disney shows. But like we've also said, they are rebranding. Their spl- the Disneyland Splash Mountain and Disney World Splash Mountain uh, to be Princess and the Frog themed. I will I will miss that song if if they if I, they do. I will it. not. You don't. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. I I think I actually like we said it. It like really it's perfect for the ride. It like really like closes it off well. But I actually, regardless of what you think about the reasons about why Disney's doing this, I think it's a great re- a rebrand for it. I think like. A more modern story that like kids actually know is just a hundred times better. Well, that's true too. Yeah, because I mean, ninety percent of the people who go through there probably have no idea what it's nope. about. I yeah, I never knew that when I was a kid. Exactly. Um, and I like Princess and the Frog, and I think there's tons of cool stuff. It's perfect for it. Oh yeah, I mean, it already has kind of like the Bayou feel yep. and down in the South and and the river ride, the log and, and everything like that. So yeah, I mean. It's not going to be easy, and there's obviously going to be some pushback regarding it. But you know, at the end of the, at the end of the day, like my my opinion, I'm like, all right, whatever. Like they're going to do it no matter what. Yeah. But I will miss I will miss the song Zippity Doo When I was a kid, I used to watch this Disney video where they would take you to all the attractions, and they would sing. It was like a Disney sing along for the rides. They had the Haunted Mansion song. You could sing along with that, and the Zippity Doo sing-along part 
they didn't show Splash Mountain. They showed Big Thunder Mountain. So when I was a kid, I always associated Zippity Doo Dah with Big Thunder Mountain. So when we went to Disney World back in 2017, and this was like, like I said, the first time I actually went on rides because I felt like I was paying for it myself. When we went on Splash Mountain and at the end they started singing Zippity Doo Dah, I was so confused because the kid in me was thinking, no, that song, that song goes with Big Thunder Mountain. It doesn't wow, go with Splash that's Mountain. confusing. It was very confusing. That, what was that you said? That was like a... It was like a Disney World sing-along. They really messed it up. So, hey, if they like take it and now ship it back over to Big Thunder Mountain, I'll, I'll be happy about that. <laughs> Blast it through the speakers while you're going through. Uh, um, is, and as far as the, um, that re, that remodel, uh, I don't even think there's a timeline. They said it's a long process to, to redesign oh, it's a gonna, like that. Oh, it's going to take so long. Yeah, yeah. so... And that's the thing. I mean, they're going to have to close it for a long time. And that's like a staple of, of Disney World. Like you yep. want to go on Splash Mountain. People aren't going to be able to go on it for a while. But that's that's kind of what happens with it. It is good. I think it's nice to have up, to update things, especially. I mean, not that it's that old, but because it's based on something very old. And maybe they'll put some interactive things in the queue and you'll hey, be happier. You're right. Yeah, I would be happier with that. And also from a corporate perspective, it just it's a smart move to do. Because it yes. gives people reason to come back because now they want sure. to see what the yes. changes Cause, are. Because... Ultimately, whatever you think about like the political motivations, Disney will do whatever will make them the most money. Correct. So like, I, it's, it's a good long term move. I like. Yeah, it'll yeah. it'll make it'll probably make a majority of their uh, guests happy. Those who know and care about it, and the people who just like going to Disney and experiencing new things, this will be a new thing that they're going to be able to experience. Yes. Yeah. Any other fun facts you want to add? Nope. Okay. Uh, so a couple things here for the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Like I mentioned, this was the first or one of the first rides that had the uh, video motion capture instead of just a normal photo capture. Uh, this I actually never picked up. And the next time I go, which who knows when that'll be, I'll have to see if I can listen to this. So when you're riding the song, or excuse me, when you're riding the ride, the speakers behind you are they're pumping in music. And you would think that they're pumping in the tune to, you know, hi-ho, hi-ho, um, you know, whistle while you work. But apparently, it's from a song called Music in Your Soup, which probably, I'd be surprised if anyone has ever heard of that. I've never heard of that. But the song Music in Your Soup was actually written for the movie, and it was cut out. So they took this song that was originally supposed to be used for that film, and they said, "All right, well, how can we repurpose it and include it in a way?" And they play it in the uh, in the ride. And it, it plays in the speakers on the cart. Correct. Huh? Yeah. I never, I never noticed it. No, I I don't, if you asked me if there was speakers on the cart, I would, I wouldn't know. I, w- well, I wouldn't I remember. remember. I wouldn't have remembered uh, either. Um, so I thought, I thought that was uh, very interesting. And can I interject a quick uh, uh, fact? Another fact I found. Sure. So the, they did eventually get another a movie cross promotion with Splash Mountain in 1989. They made the film Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. <laughs> Wait, that's a that's a movie? Yes. And it has to do with Splash Mountain. Yes. Wait, what is this? Ernest goes to Splash Mountain. What does he do? Just go to Splash Mountain? I have no clue. I've never seen it. I just heard about it now when I read about fun facts about Splash Mountain. Oh well, I would really like this to be on Disney Plus. Are any of the Ernest movies? I wonder. I'm an Ernest Goes to Jail fan. I don't know. Why Why that one? I think it's just really funny. He gets, it, he gets, shows him the, the criminal justice system. Uh, no, I just thought it was really funny. He gets like like electric-based superpowers when his like um, 
uh, electrocution goes wrong. And <laughs> and then he has like a look-alike. Someone who looks like him is committing crimes. Not him, but he gets framed because he looks the same. And then he has to like... So he's just him. a doppelganger? It's not like... Yeah, I think so. I don't... It's been a while. Are they purposely committing these crimes to get him in trouble? Or I don't... Just... I don't remember. Okay. We can watch it if you want. Sure. I mean, we got a lot of stuff to watch this October. No, I got I got a whole Halloween list of movies. I'm still. down. I'm down. And we got that Muppets uh, Haunted Mansion, too. Yeah, that, that's like yeah, a few days away. Yeah, I'm excited for that. All right, last thing I want to add. Now, this doesn't really necessarily have to do with just the Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, but with the whole Magic Kingdom as a whole. I talked to you after Jungle Cruise came out. You and I were talking about what other Disney rides would make, uh, would make good films. And one project that was abandoned and i think this would have been amazing was back in 2012 john favreau the genius behind mandalorian iron man chef all that stuff um he was planning on making a film called the magic kingdom which was essentially night at the museum at the magic kingdom would have been great i mean easy billion dollars right there i mean just talk (laughs) about printing your own money and uh, at night, you know, everyone would just come to life. Uh, I don't know if it's like the animatronics or the ri- how it would work, but that's basically what they wanted it, uh, it to be. And unfortunately, it just never went past, I guess, you know, early, early development stages. However, in 2021, it was announced that a new project, however, this time a television series, is in development for Disney+. Plus. Whereas, except this time, it seems that what would happen is you would have the Magic Kingdom, but each land would have a gateway where you would enter it and it would transport you to a different universe. So you go through the Tomorrowland portal and you're in an actual Tomorrowland and same thing for all the other other lands. And it would eventually lead up to having a shared universe where you could have people from Frontierland transport over to Tomorrowland or to Adventureland or Fantasyland or however you want to however you want to do it. So, who knows if that'll ever come to fruition? But that's currently in development at Disney Plus. Could be interesting. It could be uh, uh, I think it could also be like super cheesy and just seem like a Disney commercial. Yeah, it all depends on how they do it. Uh, I never saw the Tomorrowland movie, but I heard no, it wasn't I, never did either. No, I heard it wasn't that great. That had a big name actor, didn't it? Uh, George Clooney. George Clooney, George yeah. Clooney. And Brad Bird, who did The Incredibles, both one and two, and uh, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, uh, directed that. But I guess it just didn't take off like people were thinking. But now that Jungle Cruise was such a hit, I'm sure more uh, live act. Well, they're remaking Haunted Mansion. Yep. Yeah. And they're also uh, doing a Twilight Zone Tower of Terror movie with Scarlett Johansson because she worked out her problems with Disney. I didn't even hear that. Yeah, they, they settled on I a, did I did know they settled. I just figured they wouldn't be working with her. No, anymore. yeah, no. She She's doing a, a Twilight Zone a the, Tower of Terror movie. A Tower of Terror movie. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, yeah. okay. So, a lot of stuff. If, 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 if you're a Disney fan, a lot of stuff coming down the pipes. The Mouse Overlord knows what may, will make oh, us pay they're money. Get, they're getting ready to kill Star Wars by making like 50 Star Wars and things and just like oversaturating it. Do you think they're oversaturating stuff with Marvel, though? Yes. I mean, okay. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I will say this real quick. I'm going to just do my, get on my uh, Galaxy's Edge soapbox for one second. The ride, Rise of the Resistance, in Galaxy's Edge, is probably the greatest ride I've ever been on. And the queue for that ride is the best queue that there ever is. 
And if anything is ever better than that in a queue, I cannot even imagine. Because from from you walking in and being in the queue to the end of the ride, it's like 20, 20 minutes or so. There's probably only like five minutes where you're actually on the ride. But that 15 minutes of queue is phenomenal. Like it's it's a basically a ride in itself. Oh, I, I got you. Like they do a similar thing on like test track where you kind of like do things related to the ride while you're waiting to get on the ride. Correct. Except it's not you doing things, it's you being on like another ride. Oh, okay. Which is but it's but it's still it's still fantastic. Yeah, that sounds cool. I can't wait to go on that ride. Yeah. I, I can't wait to go on it again yeah. either. It was, I thought it was so I much thought fun. more about what we were saying with oversaturation. So I, I think the the Marvel stuff is a little like more resistant to it be, just because like that's generally how comic book stories are. There's tons of them. There's tons of different characters. You expect them to come out with multiple a year of comic books. Right. So, like, for to do that for the movies isn't crazy, although they, they do have a lot. But, like, for Star Wars, we've gotten nine movies over the last... Well, okay, a few a few more than nine. Like, yeah, I know what you mean. Ten movies over the last, like, what, 30 years? Yeah. And then, then like, over the next couple of years, they're coming out with, like, ten Star Wars things. I, think, I just think it's too much. I think with the shows... I don't think it will be too much because if you think we had that's true a lot of them are tv right exactly i think i think all of them are they haven't i mean they have the rogue squadron movie but other than that there's no other movies that have been announced because like mando season one came out and then like two months later clone war season seven came out and then after that six months later mando season two came out and then the bad batch came out so it is it is pretty close but maybe because it's on tv it doesn't seem as like a big of event yeah, you're probably right. I just saw the um, the release schedule for all their Star Wars stuff, and I was like, "That's too much." Well, we'll see. We got we got <laughs> we got Boca Boba Fett and Obi Wan and Andor and Mando season three. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll we'll have to see. And then the how it spaces out. Um, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka, the uh, Obi Wan Kenobi st- show, or yeah. is that a, that's a TV show now? Or? It's a mini series. Mini series. Yeah, just six episodes. They are making like Re- Commandos of the Republic or something, right? Yeah, now? New uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely, they, they, they have their docket filled. So, we'll see what happens. We will. Yeah. Chris, anything else you want to add before we head out today? Uh, no. Nothing else. Thanks. Awesome. All right. So, whether or not you're a Disney fan or an entertainment fan, we hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, there's going to be a link in the show notes for who you think would win. We're going to have two separate votes. We're going to have A... Which ride do you think is better between the two arguments here between Splash Mountain and Seven Dwarfs Mine Train? And then also, who you think would win between the Seven Dwarfs going up against Br'er Bear, pretty Br- much we established? Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox. Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear. Perfect. All right. So you can, so like I said, you can click that link in the show notes or you can go to whowouldwincast.com slash vote and you can click on that uh, little thumbnail right there and you can vote for who you think would win. As always, please make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and our website, whowouldwincast.com. Subscribe and rate wherever you listen to podcasts, and please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Win Cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye.